everyone, and welcome to The Recipe with Dr. Finney. I am so excited to be here. It is my hope that through each episode, you will receive ingredients to live your best life. One ingredient that I am personally passionate about is in the area of health and wellness. In fact, I hold an IG Live on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time titled, Do You Know What's in Your Feminine Care? And I'll speak more about that at the end of this podcast. That being said, as I wait for my guests to come on for tonight, I would like to give you a little bit more about what I do and why. Now, what I do, I provide non-toxic, chemical-free feminine care products that work. And the product that I recommend is Rain Feminine Care. And one of my mottos is that we make period conversations normal. I grew up in a household where it was a taboo subject. We really didn't talk about it much. Um, in fact, it was it wasn't taboo to the point where you couldn't talk about it. It was just, hey, you do what you need to do during that time of the month, but we don't need to talk about it out loud. So I grew up thinking that, you know, I was supposed to go through those things that women deal with during that time of the month to include um, excruciating cramps and um, heavy feminine flows and uh, headaches and just, you know, having to take off work and all of those things until at the age of 40, I went to my gynecologist and she explained to me that I was having an allergic reaction to the product that I had been using since the age of 14 through 40 and that I needed to stop using it immediately. Now, imagine how that made me feel, because as most women, we become loyal to brands and I was loyal to a particular brand. I don't bash products, but I was loyal to a brand and I had to immediately find something different. Now, after about a year and a half, I was able to find a product that I fell in love with, which is the one that I recommend. And for myself, it has completely changed everything about my lifestyle. Um, I no longer go through the things that I used to go through. My feminine flow is not the way it used to. I used to flow heavy all seven days. And now by the end of my cycle, I'm back on panty liners. So, I mean, that's a change for me by a long stretch. And my daughter, who actually started on the product when she started her cycle, I mean, actually began her cycle. She doesn't even know what cramps are. Now, I don't say that this is a cure. I would never do that. But what I will say is that if I had 25 different women, I'd have 25 different testimonies. And so for me, that means something. Um, you know, a lot of women deal with um, odor. I've had women tell me I no longer have that issue anymore. And you should not have to deal with that. If you know that you're doing everything that you need to do during that time of the month to take care of yourself, odor should not be an issue. And we need to start questioning our products. I have an issue with believing the hype that we're supposed to suffer in silence because we don't have to um, look at your packaging. See if you have an expiration date on your packaging. If you don't, you need to check that. Um, my packaging that I have through through the company that that I endorse. I mean, it has a manufacturer and an expiration date. I didn't even think to look at that on the products that I used to purchase over the counter. And before anyone asks, no, I do not recommend um, or uh, endorse tampons. And the reason I don't endorse tampons is because, um, truthfully, they don't allow you to fully flow. They restrict your feminine flow and you need to be mindful of that. And I do have some ladies that, you know, are tampon wearers and then they come into um, this product and they say for the first couple of months, I'm flowing very heavy. And I've had to get them to understand that you never really detoxed before. So now your body is detoxing and that's a big deal. You know, you need to let your body do that. You need to let your body go through that. And we also have um, within our products a, um, a strip called graphene. And I don't know if you've had heard of graphene, but um, yes, you lost me after 40. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. No, I am um, 44 and I'll be 45 in June. Thank you. <laughs> so that's very nice of you. Um, no. And um, I can tell you that a lot of women, you know, finally after that, that three months of using our product, they're like, wow, you know, I feel so much better. I actually forgot that I'm wearing it. I'm like, absolutely. You shouldn't feel like, okay, I'm just putting it out there because I'm that person. You shouldn't feel that you're wearing a diaper, okay? And a lot of women feel that way. I'm just going to be honest. As a matter of fact, when we cough, when we sneeze, yes, men on the line, you're coming into our world now. 
you start to understand what what we go through. And so we have a product again that that graphene that's inside of our product is awesome. It's a graphene strip. If you have a pencil, then you know what graphite is. But if you take graphene and if you break it down to 10 layers or less, it becomes graphene and it's bendable, it's pliable, it's movable. It's in a lot of things that you don't even know about, more so in foreign countries. We don't use it as much as I believe we should in the United States, but the company that I uh, am an ambassador for uses it. And we are a black owned sanitary napkin company out of Atlanta, Georgia. Now, um, here are a couple of books on graphene that I personally um, research and graphene is basically vibrational energy. And what that means is that it's always conducting, it's always alive, it's always moving. And, um, you know, you kind of like, what does that mean? Well, if you um, take graphene and if you put it under a microscope and if any type of bacteria comes into contact with that, it will slice it in half. So graphene is a 99.9% bacteria killer. And I have just come to the realization that, you know, that is one of the key pieces of our product, because even without the graphene, the feminine care line actually um, can absorb up to 10 times its weight. So, you know, it definitely has all of the absorbency pieces of it. And um, on my IG live, if you tune in tonight at 9 p.m., you'll see me actually do a demonstration of the product where I use an over the counter sanitary napkin and the rain product. And I do a wet dry test, which basically shows you that there is false advertising in a lot of the products that we use over the counter, because the product that I will show you over the counter says nine hours leak guard protection. Nine hours. Right. Um, not that anyone would wear a product that long, but either way, it's not going to last nine minutes. And then I take them apart. I show you what's actually in the product and, uh, over the counter and what's in the rain feminine care. And it is a phenomenal thing to say uh, to, to to see because women are amazed and men even more so because then it clicks to them. Oh, this is why my wife has mood swings and why she doesn't feel like, you know, being bothered and all this other stuff. Yes, yes, yes. It's not something that we want to feel, but because of the products that we're using, we are going through a lot of things. And you need to research this product, this chemical called dioxin. Dioxin is used in a lot of our sanitary products, and it basically is um cotton type products slash newspaper slash a lot of other things that have gone through a 12 step bleaching process. And when I take it apart and I show you, I don't get a chance to show you how the product looks after it sits in the cup overnight. But every time I look at it the next day, it actually turns back brown, which is the color of the feminine care product, um, the actual new newspaper that was in the feminine care. So um, a lot of companies know about this. Uh, but they have said that it's such a small amount, amount of dioxin that they don't see a reason to take it out because it doesn't affect women. Well, I beg to differ because it affected me. Now, it took a long time. It took many years, but it definitely affected me. In fact, um, before I had my son in 2011, I did have a miscarriage and it could have it could have possibly been because of my feminine care products. Um, no, no one will ever know. But back to the graphene. That graphene is so key in our product because it helps with any type of inflammation, any type of um, excessive cramping, uh, odor, pH balance for any women who are past that stage in their life. Um, and, you know, they don't have to worry about that. Good for you. I'm excited. I'm looking to get there, too. That way I can just be on panty liners for the rest of my life. But um, <laughs> um, you can use this as well. There are some women that have issues with incontinence. And so they use the product for that reason. They use our moderate pack. And I will like I will tell you as well a little bit more about myself um, because of my son, who I love very dearly. But he was a big baby and I carried him on my bladder a lot. Now, when I cough and when I sneeze sometimes and even when I laugh a little bit, I tinkle. OK, and I know I'm not the only person that does that, but I do. And so I wear panty liners all the time. Even if I didn't, I would still wear them because that's just something that I do. But for women who don't, I recommend the panty liners be used at least seven days before your cycle. And the reason for that is because the graphene is in all of our products and the graphene actually is going to get used to your body. You'll get used to the graphene. You don't feel anything, but it's allowing it to get used to your body so that when that time of the month comes, you're ready. 
and you already have it in your system and it can deal with excessive feminine flows and cramping and all those other things. Now, I still cramp. I still cramp that that has not changed, but um, I don't cramp as much as I used to. It's very bearable. Um, you know, I don't have to be in pain as much as I used to. And I don't have to take medication over the counter, which is key for me because I don't like to take a, a lot of medication. Um, I have been in situations where, um, you know, I have researched and found out that a lot of the companies that make our over the counter sanitary products also have money invested in the uh, creams and the medicines that we take to help with cramping and all of those other things. And so they basically know, and I'm not saying all, and I'm not giving names obviously, but they know that there is something going on with the product. They know it's something in it, dioxin, that will make uh, a woman have a heavy feminine flow and cramp and all these other things. And so they put money into the pads and the medicine because there's more money to be made keeping people sick than it is to keep people well. And that's just real. Okay. And um, our panty liners, I don't, I want to get back on that because I believe that we have slept on panty liners. I have women tell me, or previously now they know better. So they do better that, um, you know, I'm going to keep using the panty liners that I have on the counter and I'll just use your product when it's that time of the month or they're trying to use up the rest of what they have. And I've had to explain to them, please don't do that. I understand that, you know, you have this additional product and you don't want to waste it, but give it to me so I can do demonstrations with it and show people what's inside of it rather than use it because it's not working with your body. It's working against it. Because a lot of the, if not most of the over-the-counter sanitary napkins also have the, um, the chemicals and toxins in the panty liners. So it does your body no justice to use the, uh, the over-the-counter panty liners and then use our product and expect for rain to do all of the work. Okay. Now, I want to go through our products real quick. Um, let's see. Okay. I see. Okay. So I'm going to talk a little bit more and then we'll go to a break and I'll bring on my special guest. Um, yes. When it comes to your products, if you did not know this, over 600,000 women annually have hysterectomies in the United States. Okay. 70% of those are women of color. Now that's a real statistic. And I believe that that is a direct result of what we're using in our feminine care products. So please be mindful of that as we take this break and um, listen to Lily from SWV as she endorses my product. Thank you so much. And the packaging, it says you on it. And she sent me so many different, I mean, this for moderate flow, heavy flow. Hold on. This was my favorite. <laughs> that is my favorite. That is my favorite. <laughs> I can always appreciate an overnight, but what really, what I was really impressed by was the 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 length, how long it was, and how and it's not as thick. If if you guys still get that, those friends, sometimes that thing could just be out of control and never do what you asked it to do. It'd be all <laughs> over the place. But honestly, like I had absolutely no problems at all. And I, I just want to say thank you. And I appreciate this product so good because a lot of people, you know, they, they want to send you stuff and it's like, okay, you know, you want to believe in everybody, but everybody product is not a good product, especially something when it comes to feminine hygiene and sanitary this and sanit you got to be very careful because sometimes you know, uh, whatever is, whatever the stuff is made with, it don't always agree with your body chemistry. But I had absolutely no problems. And I wouldn't even say this if I didn't mean it. I gave my, the, the girls in my podcast, they use it. My, my other, my podcast member, she don't even use sanitary napkins. She's like a tampon girl. Mm -hmm. But she really appreciated this. And I thought, you know... I have to tell you this. I couldn't wait to get on here to tell you this. So for everybody that's on here that's still going through them, getting those monthly visitors, please support Dr. Finney's business. 
I tried it myself and I, and I love it. Wow. Oh, thank you. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, today, my special guest is filling our plate with the ingredient of activism. Isaiah 1 and 17 in the New International Version says, learn to do good, seek justice, and correct oppression, among other things. And this phenomenal individual is doing just that. So without further ado, I welcome the president and CEO of Bullets for Life, Ms. Susan Kennedy. Ms. Kennedy, welcome to the platform. Thank you, Dr. Finney. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, we're doing a little bit of feedback, too. Yeah, I'm going to turn my... Hold on. I apologize. That's okay. I had you on my cell phone and my... Let me exit out the cell phone. <laughs> Trying to see what was the best um, way to do this tonight. There you so go. Just turn it off. Okay. Yeah. Yes, okay. thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, please tell everybody, you know, what you do and why and just give us a history and a breakdown because, um, you know, I know what you do, but I, I'm passionate about it and I'm so excited. My bracelet's not here yet, but it's coming. Go ahead. <laughs> I so I'm so mad it's not there yet. Something is going on with the whole postal office and stuff like that. But yeah, so my name is Susan Kennedy. I'm the founder of a nonprofit organization called Bullets for Life. What is Bullets for Life? This is a vision that God came directly from God because, um, because of this vision, um, we are saving lives one bullet at a time. So God allowed me to create a movement that's taking live bullets off the streets. So people are donating their bullets to our movement. We are walking the streets and we're asking people to donate bullets, whether you're licensed to carry or not, we're asking you to donate a bullet because we are losing too many of our loved ones. We're losing too many kids to senseless gun violence. So how did God, like the same thing that takes a life is the same thing that's gonna save a life. How is that? That bullet you give me is a bullet that will never take a life. It will never take a life. So I started this in 2016 when a little boy, he was only six years old, King Carter, his name is King Carter. He was killed by a stray bullet. A 15-year-old and a 16-year-old were shooting at each other over a Facebook feud, and this little boy was shot and died. So everything in me, God triggered that, that, that passion in me to take the bullets off the streets. It started when that six-year-old was killed. Six months later, we have another eight-year-old was kid, killed. Um, I was working at Nordstrom as a personal stylist, a million-dollar seller, an all-star. But when God moved you, it's up to me to take this leap of faith and be obedient to what he's called me to do. So I took that leap of faith, hit the streets, and created this amazing movement that's known nationally and internationally, because we're also in Canada, um, that's saving lives one bullet at a time. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. Um, tell us um, about some of the um, individuals who already have your bracelets. Please. Okay, so with, we didn't get to that. Let me get to with moving forward, you know, year, maybe a year later after the movement, after taking bullets off the street, we've taken off over 10,000 bullets off the street of wow. Miami, Florida, um, Chicago, Indiana, New Jersey, South Carolina. Um, it's a movement of love. So with that, I'm like, okay, God, I'm getting these bullets. What am I going to do? I'm driving around with bullets in my car. Like, what am I going to do with these bullets? So one day I was sleeping and God came to me and said, we're going to repurpose those bullets for a purpose. Those bullets is going to turn into something beautiful that's going to honor lives now, right? So I learned how to destroy the bullet. So someone taught me how to destroy the bullets. So we were doing it the wrong in the first place. So I had to go to a professional to show me how are we going to destroy these bullets that I have? I have live bullets. So I learned how to destroy the bullets, take the gunpowder out. And now we are repurposing those bullets into beautiful accessories. If you guys see behind me, beautiful accessories are made out of bullets. Let's look at this one here. So see that there? So with that, these are all, look at this one. So these are all bracelets that's made out of bullets. This is the bullet casing right here. We destroy it, we take the bullet, we insert a message because the gunpowder come out of it. So what are we gonna put inside of the bullet now that we take the gunpowder out? 
we insert a message. I like scriptures, but not everyone wants that. So you can just put a love message inside of it. So now we close the bullet up and now it's a beautiful bracelet. It's a conversation piece, right? It's no longer a bullet that's gonna take a life. It's now a conversation piece. It looks beautiful, yes. But what is that on there? Is that a bullet? Yes. So it created conversation to bring awareness to senseless gun violence. So we have mothers that's lost their children that's making these and wearing it to create conversation about their child being killed by senseless gun violence, right? So we have um, the one person I can say, so many people that's wearing these braces, so many moms, so many survivors that's wearing these braces to bring awareness to gun violence. But we have um, Nancy Pelosi. If you guys follow my Instagram, you can see that Nancy Pelosi is a big supporter of what we, the, what we do here in Florida. Um, she's against census gun violence. Um, so she speaks, when she speaks about gun violence, she don't go anywhere without her bulletproof bracelet. So it's called bulletproof, P-R-O-V-E, right? So it's the evidence of taking bullets off the streets. We have um, Ghost, Omari, big supporter of Bullets for Life. He wears his bracelets. We have so many amazing people. Obama has a bracelet. Um, Kamala Harris have a bracelet. It's so many amazing people that want census gun violence to end. So let's create a conversation around ending census gun violence. So I'm just proud of this movement. I'm, I'm so blessed that God trusted me with, with this amazing, amazing movement. Unfortunately, a lot of people are dying out here. Unfortunately, there's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of mothers that comes to me with their pain to create these braces for some kind of healing. So it's known everywhere. There's so many people that's wearing these bracelets. I'm so excited about what God is doing with this amazing movement. Um, I know that you do more than just give a bracelet. Yes. I want you to tell us what you do with the family because I remember when I reached out to you about my bracelet, and then you talked to me about the one that you donate, but then you talked about what you're doing with the family in need of this bracelet. So please. So yeah, it is bigger than the bracelet. We bring, we, we reach out to the family. After a family lost a child, like we just had a six-year-old that was just killed two weeks ago, right? Shot at a two-year-old birthday party. They shot up a two-year-old birthday party and killed a six-year-old because the person that they were shooting happened to be at the birthday party of a two-year-old. So these cold-hearted demonic beings went out there and shoot up this party. So what we do, not only that, we show up for this family. When everybody's gone and all the cameras are off, this is when the family need you the most, right? So we don't ever leave the family. Like I said, we created a line. It's called, it's a little girl, six-year-old girl. Her favorite color was purple and pink. So we created this line of bracelets so we can give back to the family. So if you purchase one of these bracelets, the money went directly to the family to help them. Because you're not expecting a six-year-old to be killed. You don't even have life insurance for your six-year-old. You're not thinking about that, right? Mm -hmm. So we create this and the money goes to the family. Um, we, should, we raise money for headstones mm -hmm. for family. We pay bills for family. We mentor kids in the inner city that just need to know that their life is wor worth way more than a bullet. Bullets don't belong to our kids. We can, we're not supposed to lose our kids the way we're losing them, not to a bullet, not to somebody else. So we show up in their lives. We stay there. We're there when everybody is gone. Bullets for life stay in their life. And we carry that child name for the rest of this movement. You will never forget her name when it comes to us. You will never forget King Carter, the six-year-old. You will never forget Jada Page, the eight-year-old that was killed. You will never forget the seven-year-old girl that was killed, the six-year-old that was killed, seven years old. Her name is Alana. You will never forget that baby when it comes to this movement. We keep the name going. We honor lives that's been lost. We honor them every single day because your child cannot die in vain. We cannot allow our kids to die in vain. We're all responsible. We're all, this is all our problem when kids are killing kids out here. What are we doing wrong? Our kids are killing kids. So we're all responsible. So this is me taking my, believing what God has called me to do. This is my calling. This is my passion. And we all have a calling and we all have a passion. And we all have a purpose for something. But this right here, a child dying is bigger than all of us. And we all should have a say when it comes to that. We should be outraged and pissed off because this could happen to any one of us. 
like I told you, Dr. Finney, we're all like walking dead. A bullet don't care who you are. These kids don't care where they shoot. You could be driving home. You could be at the gas station, anywhere, a funeral. They shoot up funerals at a 14 year old, was, a 14 year was killed at a funeral. So we're dealing with a demonic spirit. And until people realize that and bring God back into these communities, our kids is gonna keep dying. So this right here, like I said, a scripture goes into these bracelets. I don't wanna do anything without God because he gave me this. This is why I put scriptures in these bracelets. And it's your favorite scriptures, but I use a lot of Psalms 23, Psalms 27, Psalms 91, whatever, whatever you want me to do, put in there, that's what I put in these bracelets. Well, I want to say thank you because although I have not received mine, I'm anxiously awaiting it and I'm not mad about that. Okay. It's not your fault. Everybody knows what's going on with the mail. <laughs> it's not your fault. But um, I am so excited to know that I'm supporting something like this. And I'm so excited that me purchasing a bracelet is gifting a bracelet to someone else so that they can have that as a memory and hopefully turn their hurt into help in some way, form of fashion. Yeah. I feel like that's what it's doing. It's not, I mean, I know, I know it's not going to bring that that child back. I know that. But just for them to have that and know that somebody cared to purchase oh, a they're not alone. Have one. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm I'm thinking about you. And when I get that, even before getting bracelet, I have I have I am very specific about my prayers. And I have you in my prayers and I have whoever the person is that gets the bracelet, I don't need to know. I'm lifting them up every day because I believe that that is the key. We have to circle people in prayer daily. And I am so grateful for your mission and what you're doing. And um, we're going to take a quick break and watch one of the videos, the one with uh, Nancy Pelosi, and then we'll come right back. In terms of guns, again, as I said to some of you earlier, this is a bullet. When I was in Florida, I received this from Frederica Wilson, my colleague. It's a, bracelets are made with bullets. My name is Susan Kennedy. I am the founder and president of Bullets for Life. In 2016, um, a young boy, he was only six years old, his name was King Carter, he was killed by a stray bullet. When that little boy was killed, it triggered everything in me to start this organization. What if we start taking bullets off the streets? I had this vision where, okay, I'm going to take the bullet apart and repurpose it into something beautiful. These bullets all have a story that could have told a whole different story. And now you have mothers all over the world that's wearing this to honor their children. They get to walk around with something to remind people, I lost my child to this, but I'm saving another life. And I'm bringing awareness to what happened to my child. It has to be a constant awareness. It's a healing. This allows you to tell your story wherever you go, because you could save somebody right next to you. Bullets for Life show up in your life and we're there with you. Welcome back. I'm here with Ms. Susan Kennedy, founder and president of Bullets for Life. Um, I want to ask you a question, and I know we don't like to talk about money, but we got to put it out there. I know it's a cost to not just the bracelet, but to what you do for the families. And so um, is there a platform where people can donate? Obviously, yes. where, where do they go with the bracelets? How much are the bracelets? I mean, hey, at the end of the day, it's a cost to everything. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, money's I know when it comes to money, it's hard for me to speak on money because we don't ever want to feel that we're doing this movement because of a loss. You know what I mean? Or making money off of someone else's loss. That's not what we do, because when you purchase that bracelet, if someone if you are if you have not lost someone and you want to support a mom like you're doing, Dr. Finney, that's lost a child. And she wants one of these bracelets for her entire family because we give it to them. You buy one, but I'm making it for the entire family. So we're sending out five bracelets and it do cost. You know, we're getting these bullets off the street. We're destroying the bullets. We're going to the store and picking up their favorite color beads. I may not have it here, but I'm going and find their favorite color, whatever they ask me for. And I'm going home and I'm going to create a bracelet line in honor of their children's name. So with your purchase, it allow me to give back. So our bracelet is 30 to $50. And you can purchase those bracelets on bullets for actually bulletproof, B-U-L-L-E-T proof. Proof is P-R-O-V-E is the evidence of saving a life. That's why it's called, God give me that you guys. It's not P-R-O-O-F, it's P-R-O-V-E.com. Um, so you can definitely go on there and purchase your own bracelet. You can also call 
Text 305-600-9147. 305-600-9147. And tell us you would like to support and what kind of bracelet you want. And we will customize it for you. And when you purchase one, one goes to a mom a brother, a sister. We don't want to forget about the siblings we make for kids also because a kid's life is worth way more than a bullet. You could also go on my Facebook, Susan Bullets. Please follow Susan Bullets and see what the movement, see their interaction, see these mothers that we're touching all over. Um, you could also cash app us at Bulletproof, again, P-R-O-V-E, um, dollar sign Bulletproof. Please, you could cash up and make a donation um, to, for us to continue doing what we're doing. Um, I know when I started this movement, I was told, and God told, said this to me too, but someone told this to me, when there is a vision, there will be provision. Because some days I don't even know how I'm getting from A to Z because I don't have a dime for gas. But God provide one way or the other. He shows up. But when it comes to a mom who's asking me for one of these to, for her, to honor her child who was just killed, I'm going to make it happen. I'm gonna make it happen. If it's my last dollar, I'm going to make it happen. But with your support, with your help, with your purchase, and with, for you to continue this movement with me, because we're all responsible. This can happen to any one of us. Please purchase one of these bracelets. Please go online. Please call me. And let's keep this movement of love going. Let's save lives together. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I have another question for you. And this is about, um, you mentioned that there was a party that some kids were at and a, a child had been shot. What about those children? What, what about, about those babies? What about those babies? A two-year-old birthday party, they watched a six-year-old dead on the floor. How, how, is, how, did, how is that supposed to like, how are they gonna, uh, supposed to understand that that's traumatic for a child? It's trauma for them for the rest of their life to watch their little sister or cousin or friend, six years old with a bullet to her head and blood surround her. What's gonna happen to our babies? I, 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 can't, even, I can't even imagine. So we're, this is what we're doing as Bullets for Life. We're gonna find those babies and we're gonna bring them into this space that was donated this space was donated to me um, because it's a calling of God. So people are starting to really sow a seed into this movement one way or the other. I can't afford this place like this, but this place was donated. We're going to bring those kids in here. We're going to have a conversation. And I'm going to allow these kids to create their own bulletproof bracelet to honor that little girl that was killed. We have to take care of our babies. We have to get them into therapy right now before it's too late. Thank you. We have to pray the blood of Jesus over our kids. We have to. We are losing. This is everywhere. This is everywhere. I understand. I understand. Um, my connection. Hang on just a minute. Okay. We're going to take a quick commercial break. I'm having a technical difficulty, but we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. We're good to go now. <laughs> With all this tech technology, things happen. It's near you. It's just one. <laughs> We're good. Okay, Miss Susan. Okay. You back with us, Miss Susan? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I'm good. here. Great. Could you hear me? I can hear you now. Yes, it was a little bit of a delay, but I'm with you. Okay, so okay. Um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you another question, and I'm kind of going back into time because you said what you did before, but you know, you also talked about obviously, you know, the calling that you have now. So, what were you doing before, if you can say? And yeah. you know, I, I know how it evolved, but kind of explain that evolution a little bit, if you don't mind. Wow. So I was a personal stylist at Nordstrom for 10 years. Um, I dress people to the side. I was dressing celebrities, um, anyone, anyone that wants a personal stylist, I would go to their homes and create a wardrobe for them. I was a million dollar seller. I was an all star. Um, 
that was just my thing. I had, I'm the one that you, that had the red bottoms and the Gucci shoes and the bags because that was my lifestyle in that moment. I was, you know, a personal stylist in a designer department, you know, so I looked apart. But God will humble you, you know. He will. Hum- I was always the most generous person in the world. I always have a heart for people. But when God triggered, when God called me on this mission, I he- I can't sleep. I can't eat. I can't do anything. I'm going to my pastors. I'm praying. I'm like, pray for me. Why I cannot sleep? Why is this baby on my head so hard? Why is God? Why God want me to go get bullets? What is that about? But I had to listen and take that leap of faith. And once I did that. I lost everything. I was also going through a really bad divorce. I was going through domestic violence where my ex-husband was talking about putting a bullet in my head. You know, people don't know that. Like I've been through, I've had, I have a story. You know, I was living in a shelter when I started this movement, but God would not allow me to do anything else. When he called on your life, he called on your life. He will meet you right where you at, no matter what's going on. And with everything that I have lost, my home, my job, I don't no longer wear all that designer stuff. I sold all that stuff to start this movement and to pay bills. I sold everything. So, but he humbled me. None of those things matters because the impact I've had on people's lives, on mothers that's lost their children, on siblings that's lost a loved one, it's priceless to me. It's priceless to me. If it wasn't for Rob talking to me, talk about how, Suzanne, you have to start making money. You can't do this alone. You need money. You need funds. We have to figure a way that you that you can pay your bills and still take care of your children. I have kids too, but my boys are big. God already raised those boys so I can do what I have to do. My son is 27 and 22 and 16. You know, they had the best of the best. But when I told them what God has called me to do, they, they joined me. They walk over, they do this movement with me. They don't care about all that stuff they used to have. They said, it's okay, mom, I don't need this. I don't need that right now. As long as we have a shelter over our head and food and gas in the car to get to A to Z. My kids were humble, I have the most humble boys. My mom who said to me, it's okay, we'll figure it out. I'm going to help you with this movement. Cause they believe in me. They saw me cry at nights and I cry, wake up crying. My God, I have to do this. I have to do this. I would show up to places I never thought I'd possibly be in. I go to the hood. I'm in trap homes. I went to a trap house. Let me share this with you. God will put you in places that you can never imagine when he could give you a movement. I remember going into a home where a child was killed. He was 16 years old. He was killed. And I walk into this home and I'm looking around like, where am I, God? It happened to be a crack house this boy used to hang out in, right? And on the floor is his blood on the floor. And I'm holding his mom. I was his mom's support. I was there when she tried to commit suicide. Nobody else was there. I was there when she was crying out that she don't want to be here. And she, she gave up on life. I was there for her, helping her pay bills, driving her around. That's what we do. We become that support for that family, it's not about the braces, the support behind them. And if you ask any mom, Susan Kennedy, throw up, how do I do that? I don't know, but I do, I do, I just go. But God cover me. I've been places where shootouts is that and God covered me. You know, I take care of 10 kids in, a, in an inner city. These kids are surrounded by gun violence every day. They lost a two-year-old cousin. When they lost a two-year-old cousin, I went and be in their life. I am the guardian at school. I go to the school and pay for school trips, birthday parties, toys every Christmas, New um, Thanksgiving Day, I make sure they have food, 10 of them. How do I do that on my own? It's like I do so much with nothing, but it takes God. That's how you know how God is so faithful. You know, God is so faithful, but I do these stuff and I would not, I have no regret. I have no regret because the impact is real. You know, people are really hurt out here. And if there's more people like me, it will be so much easier, you know? But this is my call. And I can't expect everyone to do what I'm doing because this is my call. But you guys can support me. You can help me help them. Because there's so many families that's lost someone. It's a whole world people don't even know about until it knocks at your door. Until it knocks at your door, then you're gonna realize what I'm saying right now. I just had to take a pause. <laughs> um, I think the key word you said is the impact. 
is the impact that you have. Um, and it's Sorry, not just about, that's okay. That's okay. Rob tuned in and said, who's the president? <laughs> Yes. But, um, you know, I I just believe in what you're doing. I believe that it's so much more. Um, Tanya Smith, my nephew was killed to gun violence Father's Day 2020. So I'm loving this. Please, if she can leave you her phone number or text me, please, at 305-600-9147. Let me honor him. Let me honor him. Uh, that's my, that's, it's, it's just, it means everything to me to honor these children. They cannot die in vain. Let me honor him. She will. She'll do it. I know her. She'll, she'll, she'll definitely text yeah. him from, and I'll, I'll connect with you. Um, I, I, I know you said that the building that you're, or the, the, the space behind you is donated. How did that happen? I mean, let me, <laughs> God, let me tell you, um, outside, outside of this, right? Outside of, Bullets for Life because of who I am. Um, if you guys know Sabrina Fulton, she is the mother of Trayvon Martin and she's a big supporter of Bullets for Life. So she wears the bracelets too, so many moms. Um, I've been in her life and since 25 years now I've been in her life when she has circle of mothers come to an event she does every year, I make bracelets for 50 mothers. 50 mothers, I sit there and I create these bracelets along with other mothers who's lost their children children, my mom, my sons, we all come together and create these bracelets. So when she was running for as a commissioner, she was running for commissioner and she reached out to me to be her organizer. I've never been an organizer, you know, but I also was, um, but they just know who I am and I'm going to go hard. I'm going to fight for the rights. This is me. I fight. I, I'm in protest. I do everything. So I was her organizer. I was the one screaming for her and making sure she got into office. Unfortunately, she lost by 300, by 300 points. That's it. 300 votes. 300 votes she lost by for someone who's been in office for eight years. So outside of that, I do those stuff. I, I fight back and then also during the whole um, campaign, I was also organized on that campaign too, the presidential campaign. So all I know, I was in this office, this space, surrounded by all the campaign stuff. And I one day I said, I was here with a friend of mine. I said, this space is gonna be our space right here. I manifested, I said, God, I need this space to be bullets for life space, God. We need this because I can't do the work at my mom's house anymore because it's a pandemic and the mothers don't have nowhere to go. These mothers are hurt because they can no longer come and make these bracelets to honor their children. They don't know what to do. They're thinking suicidal and everything. And I give them a place of healing. And that was gone. The pandemic shut all of that down. So I knew when I asked God for this space, he was going to deliver it. So after the campaign was over, I made a phone call. I was like, this is what I do because I don't, you can't talk, you can't mix your nonprofit with, with politics. You can't do that. So I never did that. Um, but I called them and I said, outside of what I do, I have a movement that I've started and this is what I do. And they fell in love with what, and I got a phone call a week later say, you can have this space. Um, if somebody try to rent it, we'll move you to another space. It's not far from here, but we'll keep you in this building. And this is the space. This is the space. It's a beautiful space, Bullets for Life. We sit here and we make bracelets. And it's, let me tell you, he's so faithful. I manifested and here we are. I come here every single day, make, made hundreds of bracelets. We destroy bullets here. Where it's just, it's just mothers come here and sit here and just amazing what God has done in this space right here. I don't have to pay a penny. They did not ask me for a penny. Now that's divine intervention. Yep, I am manifested. <laughs> I talked to God about it. I'm like, God, this is gonna be bullets for life. Space. I look the walls, bullets for life. All the moms that's lost their children. That's that banner all over everywhere we've been. Mothers that's lost their children. That's the banner of their signature and the child's name. It's up on the wall. My all the rewards I've received is on my wall. It's just God, God. That's all I can say. He's so good. He's so faithful. Wow. I keep saying wow. I know people hear me. That's how I hear me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, it's definitely a wow movement. I'm proud to be yeah. the first black woman to create a movement like this. Um, there's a lot of people that make bracelets, make bullets, jewelry. Um, but mm -hmm. it didn't come from anyone else. It came directly from God because of how we're doing it. We're not going to pick up this casing. People always say, why don't you want, you know, go get the casings from the police station. They're always shooting. Let's get a casing, just a casing itself, the case. 
And I'm like, that's gonna defeat the purpose of what we're trying to do. I want a live bullet, which is a bag of bullets that was donated. And we're destroying these bullets, y'all. So please don't think I'm, I'm holding on to bullets. Don't come for me for my bullets. These bullets are going to be destroyed this week. So these are bullets that was donated off the streets, a whole bag of nine millimeter bullets, right? We destroyed and it turned into a casing. If I take the casing for the police station, what message is that giving me? That's not doing anything for us. We wanted this, we want the actual bullet, destroy that bullet so it no longer can take a life and then turn it into this casing right here and then turn it after we're done, put that casing on a bracelet that's gonna honor a life that was taken by senseless gun violence, right? So we do get bullets from the police when they do gun buybacks. They were doing gun buybacks for years, but nobody never talk about where the bullets are going. You're taking the guns, but where's the bullets going? So guess who show up and ask for those bullets? We're mm. gonna take it. <laughs> we're gonna take it. And if you donate 20 or more bullets, you can't send bullets in the mail, unfortunately, but we can start a movement where you at. If you're strong enough to want to be part of this and you're like, you know what, we need to do this in our state. There's a lot of kids dying here. That's how Chicago started. That's how Indiana started. You can start your movement there. You know, start asking for bullets. Create a conversation in the streets. Donate a bullet, save a life. Donate a bullet, save a life. That bullet you gave me will never take a life and it's going to honor that child that was just killed. That's how you get your bullets. If you have lost someone to gun violence, it's easy. I lost my child to gun violence. Can you please donate that bullet to honor my child so another child do not end up the way my child end up. Another mother don't end up in that hurt. That's the worst hurt you could ever imagine. I don't ever want to imagine it. But for some God reason, God put me in a place to understand that pain. And that's why I'm still here five years later. I'm loved by mothers all over. Those mothers are my mothers, you know? Today I said to myself, God, I can't imagine my life without these mothers that I've helped. They help me, they pray for me. They call me when I'm having a one of those days that I'm defeated and I'm like, God, I don't know if I can do this. This is hurt, this is painful. I don't know, God, if I can do this. They call me and lift me up. These mothers that's lost their children call me and pray for me when I'm here for them. So I can't imagine my life without them. Unfortunately, because of the circumstances, why I know these mothers, but these are my mothers now. They gain a daughter in me. I gain lots of mothers all over it. And I love them to death. I love them. Wow. Well, um, there's a scripture in the Bible. I don't know where it is exactly, but it talks about Moses. And when they were fighting a battle, um, Aaron and another person had to keep his arms lifted up in order for them to win the battle. And when his arms, you know, started to fall, they were winning. So they noticed, let's keep his arms lifted up and we'll keep winning. So I want to keep you lifted up because I really want, I want this movement to keep going. This is awesome. Um, we're going to go to a break and then we'll come right back. Okay. Thank you. We're back with Ms. Susan Kennedy with Bullets for Life, um, president and founder. Uh, Ms. Susan, I know that, you know, we talked about the bracelets and, you know, money and things like that. But is there anything like for those that don't have the money, but they can do, is there anything that you need that, you know, for, the, for these families? Is there something else that people can do if they don't have the money to contribute? I know you do a lot of things. To support families so is there anything else that can be done um you can definitely share the story share go and follow us and share their stories be okay. the voice for the voiceless share okay. their story be there for them support them because that hurt you don't want to be there and we can easily just like that we can be right in their shoes so support them right where they're at try to understand why their life will no longer be the same if it's a family member of yours, just know they will no longer be the same after they lose a child. Just have the heart for someone who's lost a child, a father. Father hurt too. Don't forget the fathers, they hurt too. 
You know, I've had a dad who lost his son, Isaiah. His favorite color was blue when I met him. There's a video out where he went into the hospital where his son was laying on the table dead. And he did a video saying, if you want to live that way, this is the way you're going to die. You have to be honest of how your child go to. Mm. You know, our kids are out here doing dirt. You have to know what your kids are doing. You cannot be in denial. You're the not being in denial is what's killing them and killing other kids. And he said, because of the lifestyle you live, this is where you're going to end up. He fought, he tried with his son. He tried so hard with his son. And when his son passed away, he told the story. He he didn't he wasn't afraid to tell to save another child. So just know what your child is doing and be there for those family. Go on my page, follow Susan Bullets. Go on Instagram. What I do should be viral by now. It should be, but God timing is the best timing. I'm trusting God that the right person will hear this story and take it to the next level because it needed to be here. It, need, it needs to be heard everywhere, what, I, what we're doing here. You know, when I did the Nancy Pelosi, when Nancy Pelosi spoke about the bracelet, my name is Susan Kennedy. People thought I was a white woman, <laughs> you know? The name Susan Kennedy from the island is straight like a, no one knew was a young black woman from Guyana who's living in America that want to change, don't want to see our kids die, and I don't want to see anyone dying by gun violence anymore. I don't. I want it to go away. I don't want to make these bracelets anymore. I could be doing something else. I can be doing something else. But this is my calling. It's not going to go away until we all stand as one and be the voice for the voiceless, because those mothers don't have a voice once they lose a child. That family is a whole entire family is affected. Community is affected. You know? So just be the voice for the voice, share their story, reach out to a mother, reach out to someone, go to their home, drop something off, maybe some food, whatever it is, whatever it is. I know it's a pandemic right now. You can't give hugs, but just a phone call, find out who they are, you know, just, 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 just have a heart. That's what's missing. Just have a heart and love for these families that's going through the worst hurt that you don't ever want to face in your entire life. I have three sons. I, mm -mm. I say, God, I will continue this movement for the rest of my life if I can just keep minds, cover minds, God. I would keep fighting for other children. I would keep fighting and being with these moms, but I cannot, I can't see myself losing my any one of my sons. And I'm a paranoid mom because of what I do. I've seen too many deaths. You know, going to a six-year-old and looking in her casket, looking at the caskets are getting smaller and smaller. There's more kids going to funeral now at the age of two and up because they just lost a their friend. There's less, there's less kids going into schools because they die of senseless gun violence. What are we gonna do, people? What are we going to do? We're we're all responsible. We're all walking dead, including our children, unfortunately, but this is the truth. I was um, telling someone, I said, with the pandemic, I believe for myself, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to change my language and speak differently, <laughs> especially in my thoughts and my prayers. And one of the things that I said was, you know, I am thankful in spite of for the pandemic because it's given us that time back with our children that maybe we missed previously when we were going to all of the activities and, you know, even doing all the stuff outside of the home now even though I'm doing like this podcast, I'm doing it in my home. My kids are upstairs. You know, that's still a closeness. We're close yeah. in it. And I'm thanking God for that because you don't think about it until they start growing up. I mean, you already know. You think about them, you know, when they were little and all of the things that you maybe missed out on that you could have done. I feel like God's giving us this this time back. It is. And, it is. And so I am I am appreciative of that because I know that, um, you know, Again, you have to find the silver lining in everything. And I know it's a pandemic and people are going through things, but I am thankful for this time. And I know this too shall pass, so I'm trying to enjoy it. And you make me think even more about my children and how I need to hug them a little more and, you know, just take that that time because you are exactly right. I mean, I think about my son, especially, who's going to grow up and, you know, become a, a black man, you know, that's, you know, we, we're concerned about that as well. You know, we have to have those conversations that nobody else has to have with our young black boys as they grow up. And, um, you know, I, I'm, you know, I think about the bullets, like you said, they don't have eyes. They don't have eyes. Mm -mm. And, you know, we just 
we, we, we have to stay in prayer over our communities, over our children, our communities, our families, to keep that unit tight because it means something. I, I just believe it does. And I know that what you're doing is making a difference. I know it is. And I appreciate you so much for just Thank taking you. the time to be here because I know that um, it's not just about the bracelet. It's about the impact of what it does for a family, what it does for you know, the members, the individuals. And I know that I'm going to be looking at my bracelet, like, you know, when it's time to get another one, because I want to gift another one to somebody else. Of course. I'm sorry. No, no, you go ahead. No, just know that that bracelet also, think about it, it's a soul save, right? It's not just, it's, it's bigger than just the bullet. It's a soul. That bullet could have told a whole different story, mm. you know? So when you look at that bracelet, just remember that, that's somebody's life that I save. You're a lifesaver and you don't even know it. So this is you doing your part. Even if you feel that, what am I going to do? You just save a life because this bullet is somebody's soul, somebody's life that could have been taken by that bullet. But because you supported this movement and I get bullets off the streets and you decide to help us, you don't know whose soul you just saved. So just think of it that way. It's a life save and a soul save all in one it's, it's it's a it's a big it's a message bigger than you and you don't even realize that you go anywhere and you have that bracelet on like i said somebody's like oh that's pretty good your bracelet is so pretty by the way and then when they look closer like wait that's a bullet on there and then you start saying why you're wearing that bracelet it's a conversation mm -hmm. piece it's a beautiful conversation piece yeah yeah well you know i mean the bracelets again i mean they are not expensive. I'm like, we spend money on so many other frivolous things to, you know, handbags, to shoes. I mean, a $30 to $50 bracelet. Tanya says, um, Tanya M. Smith says, I'm looking forward to receiving my, my bracelets. <laughs> uh, I will take care of I, I got you. I, we got you. Just hit me yeah. up and let me do that for you. Let another mother who's lost a child, do that for you. That's it, let's just do it. Absolutely. That's it, but you know, when somebody purchased that, it helps us continue. So she says she wants red, and because Dr. Feeney, you purchased that bracelet, I can run out quick and purchase and buy those beads for her, mm -hmm. you know, and create that movement, create that beautiful bracelet for her and her entire family. Like I said, I would send five bracelets, you just buy one but we still want to make sure that we don't want to forget the siblings because they matter too. People tend to forget the, the little ones that's left yes. behind. Yes, yes. I, not I, us. Nope, not us. We're not going to forget anyone because everyone is affected. Like you said, the whole community is affected. Everyone is affected by this senseless gun violence. I tell you, this is um, definitely a great um, segue into, you know, changing lives and moving forward. And what better time with everything that's going on to figure out a way to make something happen and to provide an impact? Because people are trying to figure out what to do because of the pandemic. They're like, well, yeah. I can't get out. I can't go here. I can't. But you can. But you can purchase. A, you can purchase a bracelet and change a life. So <laughs> save a life. Save yeah. a life. Save yeah. and, and change a life. Meaning and change a life. Yeah, same thing. Yep, yeah. definitely yeah. changing a life. Yeah, and giving a mom some kind of hope. It's giving it's giving a family that's lost a child hope, knowing that they are not alone. Somebody yeah. care about you. You know, um, really quick, we have this book. This is called the Book of Life. These are kids and top of kids and kids that's lost to gun violence. A whole book, and this is nothing. This is nothing. I don't know if you can see it. Let me go back this way. The camera. This is nothing, but it's called a book of life. All everyone that's been lost to gun violence, you know, and this is nothing. This book is going to be thicker and thicker, you know. So unfortunately, somebody's child is in this book. Somebody's child is on this this thing right here, you know, that we create. Somebody's child is on here that's been lost to gun violence. So it's so important for you guys to support. Not just, not I'm not the only one that's doing this. There's so many people that's out here fighting. Just do your part. Help someone help them. And this movement here really get into people's life. Like we're, my heart, my soul, my blood is in this like for real, for real. You know, so help me help them. That's all I'm saying. Help me help them. All right. So what we do. 
Well, um, thank you again for taking time out of your schedule to season us with this ingredient of activism um, through your organization, Bullets for Life. Um, I really appreciate you. Um, we're going to end this segment, but it's not the end of this impact that we're providing in our community because people are going to reach out and we're going to make a difference. So thank you and thank you for all that you do. Um, before I go, for everybody that's connected again, um, feel free to connect on my IG Live tonight. Um, where I do give a serving of health and wellness in the area of feminine care. And that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this ingredient of activism. See you next time on The Recipe, where I bring all of the ingredients for living your best life. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much.